0: Hello and welcome back to the 5 Minute Philosophy Podcast. Uh, for today's episode we're going to go for a bit more of theology and we're going to be talking about Mariology, which is the study of Mary or the Virgin Mary, Mother of God, you, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> this is basically the same as the study of Jesus Christ which is called Christology Uh, So like Christology, Mariology explores Mary's role as the mother of Jesus, her role in salvation and redemption, stuff like that. So let's start with what we'll all be more or less familiar with, the role of Mary as the mother of Jesus. So, you know, the whole no room at the inn affair. (laughs) Uh, Now, this gives Mary a very big role in the whole of Christianity. This role is particularly emphasized in Catholicism. So Protestantism, on the other hand, due to its greater reliance on scripture, tends not to big up Mary's role too much. This is because she's not actually mentioned that much in the New Testament. So, for example, the idea of Immaculate Conception, that Mary was conceived and conceived Jesus without sin, is not really mentioned in the Bible, but was instead kind of a Catholic extension, if you will, inferred because of issues with Jesus and original sin. So essentially, if Mary was also conceived normally, you might say, then she would automatically share in original sin and then would probably pass it down to Jesus. And we can't be having that, can we? (laughs) So Catholic doctrine states that Mary, as well as Jesus, uh, was conceived without original sin. So anyway, the underlying idea is that Protestantism isn't too fussed about Mary, but Catholicism is. So... What does Catholicism say about Mary? Uh, the answer is a lot, <laughs> but there are four central dogmas that we're gonna be interested in. So one, that Mary was the mother of God. Two, that, um, that idea of immaculate conception, which we just spoke about. Uh, three, Mary's perpetual virginity. And four, something called the assumption of Mary, which is just to do with her being taken up into heaven after death. So let's go into a bit more detail about the first. So that was that Jesus was the mother of God. Now, some theologians don't want to accept this, presumably because it gives Mary too big of a role, almost above God in a way. And because of this, some prefer to refer to Mary as theotokos. So that's the bearer of God, as opposed to mother of God. I suppose this gives her more of a passive role, just being a bearer and strengthens the the divinity of Christ by placing the emphasis on the Incarnation. However, on the other hand, some theologians consider rejecting Mary as the mother of God um, leads to a rejection of Christ's divinity. So they pose this argument as follows. So Jesus is God. Mary gave birth to Jesus. So Mary is the mother of God. And so if we reject the conclusion that Mary is the mother of God, then we automatically question the first premise that Jesus is God. So that's why many consider Mary to be the mother of God. And seeing as we've already talked about the Immaculate Conception, let's move on to the third dogma, the perpetual virginity of Mary. So this is potentially a controversial one and really gives an insight into the church's relationship with sexuality. And another Mary, Mary Daly, um, criticizes this dogma in her book, Beyond God the Father. So basically, sometimes theologians deny the sexism of the church towards women because they're like, no, Mary's a woman and she's like the mother of God. How can that be sexist? You know, all women, because, because all women are destined to be mothers, of course, um, are therefore mini Marys or something along those lines. That's that's quite an extreme version. But you, you get what I'm talking about. Uh, but Daly highlights the inimitability of the virgin mother model. And says that this leaves women uh, to be identified with Eve. Um, not Mary. Uh, and Eve, the literal destroyer of humanity's goodness because of the whole fruit eating situation. So that's that's kind of what Mary says, that she rejects the fact that Mary can be used as this, I don't know, feminist symbol, because it's just, it's inimitable, that's what she says, Um, so there you are, that's all I have time to say, but I hope you've enjoyed this episode, Uh, message me if you'd like to do a guest contribution for the podcast, no expertise is necessary, just passion, (laughs) Um, anyway, bye for now,